Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 54th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion of that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And we're sort of in between the summer weather and the winter weather, so hopefully our phone lines will will, uh, will stay intact. I want to get into something today. I know there's all of this information that we've got out here uh, about what's been going on with uh, Parnas and Fruman and uh, Giuliani and the whole uh, uh, hubbub, and we'll talk about that. But I want to talk about this Curtis situation in just a, a, a bit. It is incredulous to me that the rapid, rabid supporters of Donald Trump don't see what is wrong with Trump's abandonment of the Kurds, uh, the Kurds in the fight to control, uh, reduce, and eliminate the ISIS threat in Syria and throughout the Middle East. Perhaps we need to remember how all of this got started. Obama wanted to support the freedom uh, movement in the Syrian version of the Arab Spring in 2011. I don't know if you all remember that back in the uh, uh, late spring of 2011, we had these eruptions of uh, freedom movements, protests that were going on in uh, Libya, they were going on in Tunisia, they were going on uh, in even in Saudi Arabia, going on in, in Egypt, and so on, and of course going on in Syria. The, the, Obama established two objectives for himself. The first was to prevent Syrian President Assad from massacring Syrians fighting for a more democratic Syria. What was going on is while other countries, these protests were taking place and uh, people were being uh, uh, heard, uh, Egypt changed its its president during that time period. Uh, Libya changed its president during that time period. And there was more motion uh, towards democracy in this area of the world. But uh, Assad, uh, Assad, rather, uh, Bashir Assad, who was the president of Syria, his reaction to the Arab Spring was to try to repress it. And so he sent his army against uh, the people of Syria. What Obama tried to do was to prevent those massacres from occurring. That was the time period when Obama said the red line, if uh, 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 Assad went over this, you know, imaginary red line uh, and went too far in his efforts to suppress rebellion uh, in Syria, that Obama was going to react militarily. But that objective was Trump. This is not Obama lying. This is simply a superior objective occurred. The Syrians offered to give up uh, their cachet of uh, uh, chemical weapons, which was uh, like the largest or second largest cachet of chemical weapons in the world. 
and uh, was willing to give that up in return for America's restraint in uh, militarily attacking Syria. And so uh, they did that. Those chemical weapons were taken out for the most part. I think there are still some chemical weapons in Syria, but for the most part, those chemical weapons uh, uh, supplies were taken out of uh, Syria. Obama felt that that was a, a goal than just attacking Syria to keep Assyria from uh, attacking the people in Syria. His aim was to defeat ISIS on the battlefield and, a nego- and seek a negotiated political deal with Assad. Obama's air war made progress against ISIS, but efforts with Assad went nowhere. Trump's aim was to see ISIS defeated on his watch. And let me see if we're on time there. Good. I got about four or five minutes. Uh, to see uh, uh, ISIS defeated on, this was Trump's goal, was to see ISIS defeated on his watch and project himself as a better commander-in-chief than Barack Obama. Frederick Plykin, writing in MSN.com, uh, uh, said, Since the American public had little or no appetite for American troops on the ground in Syria, Obama and his defense leaders sought to pull together forces in the Middle East who did not want to see an al-Qaeda terror movement or an ISIS caliphate tearing their country apart. Many factions of the Kurd ethnic uh, group wanted a state of their own between Syria and uh, Turkey and did not want to be ruled by some ISIS state. They became the core of the -the on-the-ground fighters resisting ISIS and liberating ISIS-controlled territories in Syria. They fought alongside American special forces, absorbed nearly all of the loss of life, Thousands and thousands of Kurds lost their lives in this struggle. They fought under the direction of American forces with equipment and weapons provided by the Americans. They had every reason to believe that they and the Americans were partners. How must they feel when Donald Trump pulled American troops out of the path of Turkey's Air Force and Army and having thousands of the Kurdish people uh, being uprooted and sent out as refugees with nothing from the Americans? Will Trump and his Republican uh, base uh, put forth uh, resources on the ground to absorb these refugees? Is anyone even talking about this? While Turkey is a part of the NATO alliance, they have shown an affinity for relations with the Russian Federation and a disdain for their NATO partners. The Kurds, on the other hand, have been Washington's staunchest and most effective allies in the war against ISIS. And to their chagrin, they trusted the U.S., who has now left them at the mercy of Turkey, who views them as international terrorists. With the help of Russia uh, and Iran, the Syrian military has managed to all but defeat the insurgency looking to unseat uh, Syrian President Bashar uh, al-Assad. At the same time, the U.S.-led coalition with the Kurdish-dominated Syrian Democratic Forces and, to an extent, Russian and Iranian forces managed to drive ISIS to the brink of destruction, at least territorially. ISIS holds virtually no more territory, but the U.S. warns that there are still tens of thousands of ISIS fighters uh, hiding in both uh, uh, Iraq and Syria. Shervan Darwish, a spokesman for the Syrian uh, uh, Manbij Military Council, which is a coalition of Syrian Democratic uh, Forces groups. This, he, quoting him, he says, this, Tur- this uh, Turkish military operation in northern and eastern Syria will have a large negative impact on our war 
excuse me, on our war against ISIS and will destroy all the stability that has been accomplished over the past uh, the past years. Here, how's this for the kicker? The U.S. got caught up in Syria to prevent Assad from murdering tens of thousands of Syrian people. Now Donald Trump is abandoning the Kurdish minority in Syria to be massacred by the Turks who fought to keep these these Turks uh, to be massacred by the uh, uh, the Turks, these Kurds who fought to keep ISIS out of Turkey and out of Syria. That's their reward is to be abandoned, to be abandoned by Donald Trump. So there's a lot more we got to get to, but we want to get to our phone and uh, and see what our callers have to say. Tony, how are you doing out there? Tony, did I use you? Did I lose you? Hello. Hey, hey I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right. I'm very very angry and upset by the whole situation because the American public has not been told the truth by the news media. That's my first claim. First of all, I I had a a lady named Edwina call the show yesterday and tell the host how grateful she is for the president's speech in Minneapolis that he was going to Get rid of all our troops from uh, from Syria. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, these people have not been told the truth about the number of troops in, in, that have been in Syria or in that region. Mm-hmm. I called Congressman Higgins, and I got his office. The total number of troops that we have in that area, training troops, the trainers, about 500 of our Men are training, we're training the troops, our Kurds. Mm-hmm. There were 150 at most in a base that was struck yesterday by Turkey. Do you realize that? The Canadian Absolutely. news media have to present these things to us because the American news media isn't doing their job. That base yesterday was hit, was being hit by Turkish rockets. And it was said on a Canadian station this morning that they would be, they would have fired back. <laughs> Can you imagine them firing back at Turkey? Are, are you there? Yep, I'm sorry, t- uh, Tony. My, uh, hey, there we go. It's a little bit better now. Say what you said. Just a uh, question again. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. I call Congressman Higgins. Oh, I got that Did part. You hear yep. that part? Yep. Yep. There are only 650 U.S. troops in that whole area. Right. They, they, the paper I, said around a thousand in total yeah, in the northeast well, that's part. Not, that, right. That's not from the congressman's uh, representative. Right. But whatever the case, it's a fairly yeah, small number of a, troops. Right. It's a less than a thousand. Five hundred of these troops were training people. And Tony, just trainers. to make just to make your point a, a, a finer point on that. There are 3,200 American troops in Spain. We have not been at war with Spain since the end of World War II. We have 3,200 troops on the ground in Spain. And Trump is asserting that it is too expensive for us to keep 1,000 troops on the ground in, uh, in Syria. That is just. I keep telling you there are 650, and this is from the congressman's office. You will not find this statistic anywhere. I tried all day yesterday till I finally got smart and called the congressman. Mm-hmm. His office says 500 are trainers, 150 are in that base. 
You know that base was hit by Turkish fire yesterday, right? Right, very close to it. They said several well, hundred the yards. Canadian, the Canadian P radio that I just listened to, not the American radio, states that the American troops were ready to fire back at Turkey. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if the American troops had fired back at Turkey? What well, kind of a pre- situation that would present? We would have two NATO powers at war with each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you know the Russians would love to see that occur. Yeah, and here's something that you said earlier that I'm going to amplify on. When you said that President Obama had the red line. The reason that he had made that statement was because he thought he was going to get some support from the Congress. Right. He absolutely got no support. Right. And had to back down from that statement. They set so him up. That gave that gave Trump the ability to say that the guy didn't that the guy didn't keep his word. You see what right. I'm saying? Exactly. They set him up. They are right. And guess what? You're not talking about. There are over 10,000 ISIS troops in, in Syria. Right. And who's right guarding them? Who's guarding them? There are at least 20,000 that are in prison in Syria. Those are those right. are ISIS fighters, but there's another 70 or 80,000 people who are the family members of those yeah. uh, those fighters. They're also being uh, uh, kept and, and maintained uh, by the Syrian Democratic Forces. Well, why don't you just say the Kurds? Because that that other what you're saying it's the Kurds. Now the Kurds aren't going to be guarding them anymore. Guess what's going to happen? They're, according to our our intelligent our, our genius president, they're going to all migrate to Europe. Yep. Right. Yep. And and Tony, I'm going to have to run. We got four calls hanging on, so I got to try to manage this. Uh, we have about four minutes before the uh, the next break, so let me get uh, John in Lockport next. John, how are you doing out there? Good, Nathan. Uh, yeah, uh, Trump. I, 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 what Trump does in foreign policy borders on treason. I mean, um, he he makes friends with all these dictators and uh, against American interests. All of it. What he's doing in in, in um, Syria is is just an example of that. I wanted to uh, get to another thing, though, or talk about another thing. Sure. That is, uh, an article was in the paper the other day about the top 400 families in yep. America for the yep. first time ever have a have a uh, an effective tax rate that's lower than right. the bottom 50%. They, they pay about 23% of their uh, income in taxes, and the average uh, American worker pays about 24%. Not not, right. not just in count, counting FICA, but you have to count FICA and uh, unemployment tax and, you know, uh, all so those what things. A job, right. What a job, though, that, that Trump did in fooling the tax our taxpayers, thinking that, that he was doing something for the middle class, which yep. he wasn't. And then um, he, um, you know, drug prices were supposed to be reduced by him. Now there's, uh, there was an article in today's paper about how they're going to skyrocket this year. Yep. It's See, that's price. because Genius. when, Genius. in order to get the Affordable Care Act passed, President Obama made a lot of compromises. Instead of having single payer, you know, we went with this, uh, yep. uh, uh, the exchange, you know, uh, uh, process. So one of the things that was also included in those trade-offs was they were going to keep drug prices down uh, for the first seven or eight years, and then you would have to have Congress come back and reauthorize 
either the same reduction in, in or, or suppression of prices or a new uh, framework on prices. Of course, right. that never happened because the Republican uh, pharmaceutical control companies, they didn't want that to occur. So they've been right. like slow walking us all this time, not talking about it. Well, now it's being they, done, uh, sprung on us. Yes. And now and then, you know, Trump was, made all these promises on infrastructure. There's nobody even mentioned infrastructure. Right. It, it's death. We definitely right. need it. Do, do you remember that during the course of the election, all we talked about was infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure? Right. Three right. years have gone and, by, and we have seen absolutely nothing done on infrastructure. Right. And then he, pl- then he pl- pulled the plug on all regulation. There's lack of oversight and everything, our mm-hmm. water, our air, climate, uh, the climate change, nothing but uh, uh, what he's done is done nothing but harm uh, the problems with climate change. Yep. Everything he's done is he's... He, he's uh, worked against the middle class, so these these uh, people that follow him, I, you know, I don't, I can't believe that they still follow him. He hasn't done anything he said he was going to do. The, the the good things that he was supposed to do for the middle class, all the bad things uh, by getting rid of regulation. Sure, he's done things like that, but mm-hmm. he really duped these people. I just can't believe that that they still uh, back him up. So know? that's why you have to analyze. It can't be that the claims he was making about I was going to do X, Y, and Z for the middle class, the so-called forgotten Americans and so on, that he was going to do all of those things and he hasn't done them. So right. if, if they're still supporting him, then there has to be a different reason. It can't, <laughs> it can't oh, be know, mental. The religious, right, the religious right is just, well, the religious right. Anyway, but they can't be just the religious right. There's still these people that actually believe in him. I just can't. You know, everything he's done. What has he done for the middle class? Can you tell me? You know, I I just look at when when I get these, you know, crazy uh, uh, tweets and and emails from people um, reacting to what we talk about on these programs. You have to to, to see how hateful uh, and and racist these people are when they're talking. Um, Mm -hmm. That seems to be the underlying current that. So it's all about immigration then. It's they, they, basically immigration is right. what they're, it, it, they're it, it's, their it's immigration yeah. on the in the context that they are extremely animated by the idea that this country may become a majority minority country right. in the foreseeable right. future. That seems to be what underlies all of this. Right. So it doesn't matter what he does as long as he, he stops the immigration. Yep. You know, yeah. keep those people on the, on on their people side of the border. Their, people vote against their own self-interest constantly. Yep. You know. Yep. Constantly. That's yep. the price. Thanks, John. I appreciate you, man. We're going to take our first break, and then I think uh, would it be Rambo Jim that'll be the next. So Rambo Jim, hang on. Then we'll get uh, Frank in Niagara Falls, and then uh, Ben in Lancaster. We'll see the side of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. 
Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. When our parents get more involved in our school, something happens. We get more involved in school, too. And are more likely to go on to college. Because a little involvement goes a long way. So join your local PTA or visit PTA.org. A message from the Ad Council and National PTA. Hi, I'm Mike, General Foreman in Operations at National Fuel. Did you know natural gas is odorless? That's why we add a rotten egg smell to help keep you safe. So, if you smell gas, leave fast and call our emergency hotline right away. Winter is right around the corner. Make sure to keep your gas meter clear of snow. If it becomes encased in ice, do not try to remove or melt it. Call National Fuel for assistance. And remember, smell gas, leave fast, and call 1-800-444-3130. Want to take more of your favorite music, news, sports, and podcasts with you on the go? Download the free Radio.com app today on your phone or connected device. Or listen live on your smart speaker anytime, anywhere. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 1520. Over the last few weeks, we've seen support for impeaching President Trump skyrocket by double digits, and it really feels like a potentially seismic political shift is happening right now. In fact, even Fox News, the network Trump loves the most, released a damning new poll yesterday showing that a majority of registered voters not only want Trump impeached, they want him removed from office completely. A new Fox poll just out shows more than half of registered voters who were asked support impeachment. Our brand new Fox News poll, the headline, more than half of those polled, 51%, want President Trump impeached and removed from office. Damn, and that's a Fox News poll. So you know they only called landlines, CB radios, and VFW halls. <laughs> Fox News! Fox News is what Trump watches to feel good about himself. That's like if a kid turned on Sesame Street and Big Bird was just smoking a cigarette going, Face it, kid, you're never gonna learn how to spell. <laughs> now, of course, to make himself feel better, Trump likes to periodically hold a campaign rally with his remaining fans where he reels off a bunch of unhinged nonsense, and that's what he did tonight after we taped this show in Minneapolis, or at least I think he went to Minneapolis. Yesterday, he had some trouble saying the name of the city. I want to uh, also thank the Minneapolis Police Department. That's right, he's going to Minneapolis, which I believe is in Indiana. He sounds like Siri giving you directions after having a few too many glasses of wine with dinner. You have arrived in Minneapolis. But when he's not basking, when he's not basking in the adoration of his most fawning admirers at his unhinged rallies, Trump is apparently freaking out about losing support among Republicans in Congress. In fact, he's so worried about Republicans in the Senate turning on him that he's been calling Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell nonstop to lock down Republican support. New indications of just how seriously President Trump is now taking the impeachment inquiry and how seriously he's pushing to keep Republican senators, potential jurors, remember, in line. One of the things we've learned is that uh, the president is, is so consumed with this impeachment inquiry uh, that he's now calling Senator McConnell as many as three times a day. Three times a day? 
Is he trying to keep McConnell in line or stalk him? Mitch. Mitch, we're best friends, Mitch, aren't we, Mitch? <laughs> Mitch, do you like my new haircut, Mitch? I'm just like you, Mitch. Oh, I know that that sounds comical, but it is absolutely true. I want to get Rambo on and see if Rambo can give me a little, a little bit of his thought from his side uh, of uh, or his, his his perspective on uh, this thing that we have now more than 53 percent of the people, according to Fox News, who not only support uh, an impeachment inquiry, who actually support the conviction of the president uh, on uh, uh, the charges that are, that are likely to be drawn up uh, in this uh, uh, impeachment uh, uh, inquiry. Uh, Rambo, are you out there? Yeah, I'm here, Nathan. Listen, I, I don't want to uh, bust your bubble, but uh, those those polls, those anti-Trump polls are all phony. <laughs> now, let me tell you what my sister Why are they me. always phony <laughs> when, when they say something that you don't like? Why are they always Nathan, phony? Nathan. It's Fox News. Uh, yeah, whatever. Now, listen to me. My sister was saying, my sister's pro-Trump all the way, and she was saying whenever she gets a phone call uh, to uh, people taking a poll, you know what she does? What? She tells them, she says, oh, I can't stand Trump. Oh, I'm going to vote Democrat all the way. Then she hangs up the phone because she says she doesn't want to argue with him. Now, I had once in my life a guy called me. He was taking a poll. I forget what poll it was. And he started asking me all these questions. It was about a month before the election in november 2016 so i decided you know i'm a single guy no wife no kids no responsibilities so i said i'm gonna tell him the truth and you know what happened is i answered his questions truthfully nathan he got so mad at me he was mad so so that that may be that one particular incident Uh i don't know i'm not in a position to say yes or no i think that you hold on i think I'll I'll, I'll agree with you that some people do lie on polls. I mean, the truth is that somebody on the other end of the the line, you don't know that person. And some people will lie on both ways. There'll be some people that are uh, for Democrats who act like they're for Republicans and the other way around. There are some people who say that they're racist who are and some people who are not racist you know, who say uh, uh, the other way around and so on. So that's 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 a part of the of the story in all polls. You can't look at it in terms of what one particular person said when they responded to a poll. You have to look at the uh, the overall trend of a poll, and the trends are clear that people in this country are getting sick and tired of Donald Trump's act. Nathan, did you see? Did you see the Trump rally Thursday night and Friday night? I sure did, and I found that that was Friday such a was that was such a disrespectful representation of somebody claiming to be the president of the United States. You would get on international TV and claim or say as if you thought it was funny that the only thing that uh, uh, Joe Biden had ever done. Uh, was to become president of the United States and kiss President Obama's uh, uh, Obama's uh, uh, rear end, and used a uh, a vulgar term to express it. Told the truth. What is the truth about that? Number one, even if it were true, why would you say something like that as if that makes you somebody deserving of respect? That you would say something like that on international uh, on international airways? Are you telling me, Rambo, that you think? That you think that that was an honorable thing for Donald Trump to say out loud we in front of everybody? Got a president that tells the truth. What is true about finally. that? What is the truth about that? This is why we love Trump. 
what is the truth? What is the truth? What is the truth about that? Would, 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 would you would, would you say that uh, Dick Cheney was kissing uh, uh, George Bush's uh, rear end? He was the vice president. He, he was the vice president. Would you say that that was a, a, a righteous thing? If Barack if Obama said that the truth, I would say it. Yes. Well, I, mean, I just, think that on, there's... Say, say uh, what uh, you believe in. This uh, is why uh, he got elected president. Okay. Because See, because you, 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 you may... And, 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 and James, or I mean Rambo, it is absolutely fine for you to say that, and I'm glad that people in the public hear you saying that so that people in the public understand that the people that support Donald Trump are people who think like you think, who think that behaving in such a dishonorable, disrespectful way is okay under the guise that this person is so-called telling the truth. To, to, to even say what you just said is so disreputable no, and dishonorable. No, we need, we need leaders we don't need we don't need leader leaders to be disrespectful of other leaders. We don't need that. We do not need that. You can say you can say that Joe Biden didn't accomplish anything other than being the president or being the vice president and doing the bidding of the vice uh, of the president. You could say that that would be the exact same sentence as what President Trump actually said. But saying it in such a despicable disrespectful way tells you something about his character and that's what we're talking about we're talking about character this is a man who shows no character of any kind whatsoever he lies all the time uh, do you recall how he behaved with regard to john mccain he even claimed that john mccain wasn't a good enough he claimed that john mccain wasn't a good enough hero because he got captured that made him not a good enough hero he he had he went he avoided he this this no character person avoided service in Vietnam. He's only a couple years, three years uh, older than me. He avoided service in in Vietnam because he claimed he had bone spurs on his foot and then couldn't even tell the reporter which foot it was that he had the bone spurs on. Nathan, so, so you think that Nathan. this man is it has the kind of character that you want for the president of the United States. Is that what you're saying? McCain attacked him first, and he defended himself. McCain went after him because McCain was too McCain weak. McCain did not attack Donald Trump as, uh, uh, in terms of his character. He didn't, he didn't uh, uh, disrespect Donald Trump. He disagreed with the things that Donald Trump was saying. That's a completely different thing. Just because somebody disagrees with you doesn't mean it justifies you being disrespectful of them. We should Nathan, know better than you that. Want. You, you want President Trump to tuck his tail between his legs and lay down and take it. And okay. that's never going to happen. Jim Rambo, we, we can't come to agreement because every time we get to a point where it, it seems like we should be able to agree, you just throw something else on the table because you don't want to agree. You just have your opinion. That's what it is. I got to run, man. I got more calls I got to take in this in this break. Let me grab uh, Frank in Niagara Falls real quick. Frank, how are you doing out there? And please don't Come swear on, when man. you respond to, uh, to Rambo. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Nathan. I mean, if Rambo's <laughs> sister says so, how can you argue with that? I, I, I believe his sister. I don't know if I believe Rambo, but I believe his sister. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of comedy, I, I heard the uh, Jimmy Dore show is coming to a Buffalo comedy club in November. No kidding. I'm hoping to, 
hoping to make that show. I really enjoy seeing that crew tear down the sick establishment. <laughs> but uh, but uh, follow me on this, Nathan. Sure. I, I live in uh, near the Hyde Park area of Niagara Falls. Uh-huh. I walked out of my apartment last night about 9.30, and there was a chemical smell in the area that actually made me nauseous and burned my throat. Not surprised. You know, it felt like I was in Syria. Yep. And, and and last time this happened, I called Niagara Falls PD and the health department, but nobody ever got back to me. And uh, and speaking of toxic stink, it's beyond shame the way Trump sold out the Kurds yep. to an authoritarian dictator for a Trump Towers turkey. And and you know, wasn't wasn't I, Turkey the country that? Uh, uh, Mike Flynn, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, was in bed with when he became our national security advisor. And we found out that he was acting as a foreign agent. Wasn't the foreign a- country he was acting as an agent for? Wasn't that Turkey? Wow. Yeah. I got to research. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There, 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 there are connections. Water. There are dots out here that can be connected. Oh yeah. Y- you know what wow. I mean? <laughs> I got to look into that. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> But, but anyways, uh, President Bone Spurs, he let the Kurdish women, soldiers, do the fighting for him, and then he threw them under the bus. Right. You know, just right. like he does with all his friends and allies. Yep. How can now, anyone now, trust the United States again to do something like this? I, I, it is just beyond belief. And then he had no provision I'm seeing all of these women and kids in convoys, you know, being driven out of their homes in uh, uh, in the border country between Syria and Turkey with no place to go. Uh, Bashar Assad is not going to create uh, refugee camps that have reasonable facilities and whatnot for these people. He's likely to, to exterminate these people. And, of course, the Turks, that's their goal is to exterminate these people and replace them with uh, with other people. Now, I'll give Turkey this this much understanding that there are people who are Turkish people who are not Kurds who were living in that area along with the Kurds. And as far as uh, 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 Recep Ergodan is concerned, the uh, Kurds were fighting against uh, Turkey to, to move those people out and to make this a Kurdish held territory, to make it its own country. I understand that that's what his issue was. But the Kurds are the reason why ISIS is not in Turkey right now, because the Kurds fought that battle. That should exactly. give them some space. They should be getting some kind of of uh, uh, support from Turkey as opposed to being murdered uh, by, by Turkey. I just don't comprehend not just why why President Trump would do something like this, why, why is it all we hear from the Republicans are little peeps about, oh, that seems a little odd. Oh, that, I'm not quite sure I, 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 I agree with that. What kind of weaselly stuff is this that we're hearing? Why isn't it just absolutely clear that the president is doing something that is debased, that is against the interest of the United States and against the interest of the Middle Eastern people that we should be allied with? It just in- Oh, Nathan, you know. One right-winger actually tried to turn the tables on me, and he, he called me a hypocrite because I've been anti-war yeah. all my life and, you know, wanted it 
an end to overblowing military spending. But, you know, that doesn't mean abandoning our allies who have died fighting against our mortal enemies. You know, this seems to be a common trait among Republicans. It's just way out there. Frank, I got to run. I got five more calls to get through on this hour. Let me get Ben in Lancaster first before we get to the break. Ben, how are you doing out there? I'm doing well, Nathan. Uh, I just wanted to, to give you an opinion also on Trump taking the troops uh, out of that uh, section uh, right, right. of Syria. He didn't, t- he didn't take them out of the country, so he didn't remove the troops. He just took them out of the sec- that section mm-hmm. that was in question that Turkey was going to invade, and the, and Trump is part of the genocide of those Kurdish people. That's right. As I'm concerned. That's right. And yep. Trump is the great deal maker, and he couldn't even stop Turkey from invading that country where our troops were. That's my opinion on the Kurds in Syria and what Trump did there. But the other thing, apparently last night Trump mentioned that. Uh, He's going to send 1,800 troops, I believe, to Syria. I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia. To Saudi Arabia, right. Yeah, and uh, he said Saudi Arabia is going to pay for this, just like the Mexicans paid for the wall. Mm -hmm. Just like Mm -hmm. he's going to show his taxes, just like his other thousands of lies. But uh, he's sending troops to Saudi Arabia where we had an American journalist killed and chopped up. Mm -hmm. Khashoggi, right. Yep, Khashoggi. And... His excuse, my understanding of sending troops there, is because of what's happening in Iran with, uh, after he pulled out of a treaty or a pact, whatever you want to call it, right. that our government said Iran was in compliance with. Yep. Now, if one soldier dies in Saudi Arabia, once again, the blood is at Trump's hands. Yep. Uh, as far as... Uh, Trump saying about Biden kissing Obama's, uh, I, I don't know. When I hear that from the guy named Trump, I think he's talking about Pence. I think he's talking about, <laughs> I, you know, I think he just got his names mixed up because he was telling the truth. He just got his names, his names mixed up. There's Pence, there's, you know, there's the GOP uh, government in Washington. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that are doing the kissing. Yep. And, uh, you know, in my opinion, Trump's a cancer on the United States. Honestly, I mean, I know people say that the election is going to be held next year. We'll have somebody hopefully new in office in January of 2021. But this is a long time for us to have to live with the kinds of behavior that we're seeing uh, from this man. And he is really, really destroying fundamental pieces of what makes America the great country that it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I... I I enjoy uh, listening to your show. Uh, the, other, the only other thing, in, in my opinion, uh, I know I've heard Trump supporters say they thank God for Trump being there every morning they get up. I, Trump is laughing at his supporters. Mm-hmm. He, he just he laughs at them. He, yeah. he just makes a joke out of them. Uh, and again, if they, you know, if if they're happy with a cancer in our country, then. Fine, they can be happy with the cancer in our country. And the country is headed in the direction of bankruptcy uh, unless something is done. It yep. doesn't mean something can't be done. But something lot. needs to be done, right. Yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> it's my 
nine nickels worth or whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, good talking to you. All right, Ben. We appreciate hearing from you. Call back again. Listen, why don't we take our second break, and then uh, I think our next call up is Other John in uh, in Buffalo. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Yep. Ron, then Other John, then Donnie, then John. So if you all stick with us, we were seeing this out of the break. Here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Hey, it's Sal Capaccio. If you're physically active, you don't have to play football to end up on the inactive list. There are plenty of other sports and activities that take place in the fall that could result in an injury. If your loved one is sidelined with a sprain, strain, or break, get to Excelsior Orthopedics Express. It's never been easier, quicker, or less expensive to get the care you need. That's because Excelsior Orthopedics Express has changed the way that you receive care for injuries to bones, muscles, and joints. At Excelsior Orthopedics Express, you can skip the ER or general urgent care center and see a specialist right away one stop one copay and you walk out with everything you need imaging casting splints they have it all open weekdays and evenings as well as saturdays excelsior orthopedics express is on sheridan drive in amherst on niagara falls boulevard near the airport and their newest location serving the south towns off mile strip near the 219 in orchard park call 250-9999 to get the care you need at excelsior orthopedics express all day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Of course, that was a nice little shout out for Jim <laughs> and, and for uh, our cousin, uh, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Open up your eyes. Uh, just quickly, just as a way of comedy. I don't know if you all ever get a chance to look at this Blaze online magazine. It's a conservative website. It's sort of like Breitbart. You know, they try to fake like they uh, really uh, try to provide you with news. But they, they're a site where a lot of these, you know, right-wing conspiratorial things, you know, get a lot of lift. And I just wanted to quickly read to you. This fellow named uh, Representative Ralph Abraham, or Abram, uh, Republican Louisiana, asserts that uh, Nancy Pelosi has disgraced the people's house. He introduced a long-shot resolution calling for the expulsion of uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi 
saying Nancy Pelosi's vicious crusade against our lawfully elected president is nothing more than a politically motivated witch hunt, and it must be stopped. She has disgraced the people's house and weaponized the speaker's gavel for her party's gain. What has Mitch McConnell, McConnell been doing ever since the first day that Barack Obama became president of the United States, other than weaponizing his gavel uh, to frustrate uh, the administration of the uh, uh, of the country. So listen, let me let me grab Ron and Chitawaga first, then we'll get other John and we'll get going here. Ron, how are you doing out there? Oh, it could be worse. <laughs> Tonight's the ALCS, so uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I know Houston's awfully good pitching. I was going to anyway, say, I, you know, Houston is they, they they're strong on pitching. <laughs> yeah, they have three solid pitchers, and I think yep. the Yankees aren't going to have a hard time with anyway, but. Uh, first thing I first think I'd make a comment. I, I you hate to call somebody. I don't know. Maybe maybe I missed something here. But Rambo said he gets phone calls from pollsters, live pollsters. Mm-hmm. I I never remember that happening. Now maybe it happened in the days before tone phones became you know widely used. In fact, there's very few dial phones and non tone mm-hmm. phones. But ever since that, every poll I've taken since. As far as I'm back and remember, there's no live person. It's welcome to such and such survey. Are you willing to answer a few questions about the local election? Press one for yes, two for no. You press one, and then you get a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. So, where is this guy calling up, at least in the last 40 years? You know, years? Ram- Rambo is just, he's making, I mean, honestly, I think he's just making stuff that, up. I think he, he's telling a big whopper. He, he's not getting direct phone calls from people. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that that occurs, to. right. Uh, anyway, um, this, it's a real tragedy with this Kurds thing. Uh, this, um, this is not the first time that the Kurds have been screwed over by the United States. We did it with Iraq. Remember, we weren't too happy about uh, the Ba'ath Party that took over in Iraq back in, what, 68, I think it was, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so we were supporting the Kurds. But then Saddam Hussein was a mortal enemy of the Iranians. So in 1979, I believe it was, uh, we... Uh, the hostage uh, crisis, we, right. We, yeah, yes. We, we started, we cut the uh, legs out from under the Kurds. Then I always remember Henry Kissinger, I think it was the Pike Commission, mm-hmm. he's testifying before, and they asked him, uh, Mr. Kissinger, do you think this is uh, the right thing to do here uh, with these people that have been fighting to just cut them loose? And uh, is it ethical? And Henry Kissinger, in his famous voice, now, Mr. Pike, uh, you cannot confuse international geopolitics with social work. He said something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And I always remember what? What, what a cold-blooded... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's not the first time. And, it's a, and the worst thing about this is... Why? And nobody's emphasizing that. Yep. Why? This, it, you, I suppose you could argue if you, you know, wipe out the 25-year period between 1953 and 78 when we supported a brutal dictator in Iran. So we, we got this anti-American government there as a result, and we want, we're trying to check their expansion. At least you can argue that. But why did he do this? It, there's no real explanation. He, when somebody asked him, he started ranting on about World War II or something. Yeah, right. He says that the, well, the, the Kurds weren't, yeah, the, the Kurds weren't with us in Belgium. They weren't with us in Normandy. <laughs> well, I, I mean, 
there might have been something I have to look at that I still didn't get around to doing that, but there might have been something, you know, because a lot of Middle Eastern people at the time period went, because the British were dominating before World War II, and yeah. they might have, you know, like, uh, in fact, people on the right point out about how the Mukti of Jerusalem was moderately pro-Axis. Well, he wasn't so much moderately pro-Axis, he was anti-British. He wanted the British out of there. So, mm-hmm. so did a lot of the Jews there. Anyway, but point is, that, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't understand. There has to be, and nobody's emphasizing, some business deal he's got with this uh, Erdogan character. Yeah. He's you already know, got buildings there. And, and to, to sell out a whole bunch of people for that reason is unconscionable. But he told you that he had uh, a two-Trump Tower building in uh, Turkey right. and that he had good relations with Turkey. And so that was what he gave as his at least superficial reason as to why he was more oriented towards Turkey than he was towards the Kurds. So, in other words, for his own business interests, he's going to allow thousands of people who formerly were allies who fought. Basically, they did the hand-to-hand fighting against the ISIS. Precisely. They lost about 10,000 people. We lost 17. So I think that's horrible. And and, and we got to run, but I just want to leave this point out here. If the Kurds would pay for the uh, soldiers and the equipment from the Americans, he may reconsider. That's the way Donald Trump thinks. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ron. Uh, let me grab is that other John. Let me get other John in Buffalo. Other John, how are you doing out there? Pretty well, Nathan. Pretty All well. Right. But hey, uh, a spot of criticism before I go. You should know never, ever to argue with a houseplant. <laughs> You're right. Okay. You're right. I take that under advisement. (laughs) As it turns out, Donald J. Iscariot, uh, you know, threw threw them under the bus. But what's interesting is that last month, Iran, Turkey, and Russia had a meeting. Mm -hmm. And I suspect that uh, they so advised or gave Trump his marching orders. I think you Uh, may be right. And I want to just put this out there again, just just one more time, that the first national advisor that Donald Trump uh, uh, hired, Lieutenant Michael Flynn, was discovered to be an, an agent of a foreign country. The foreign country he was an agent of was Turkey. Now, if he was in bed with Turkey... Then Trump was in bed with Turkey because Trump hired a Turkish agent to be his national security advisor. I don't have all of the the facts that tie these these dots together, but it seems to me that these are dots that can be tied together if somebody was willing to do the work to figure this out. Well, Turkey's history of buying U.S. politicians is a longstanding tradition. If you recall, Dennis Hastert was also on the payroll. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. He had a a suitcase full of cash, as I recall. Yep. So at any rate, uh, if you take a look at uh, uh, Donald J. Iscariot's uh, foreign policy, <laughs> they it, it benefits Russia. Prime, uh, Russia is the primary beneficiary yep. of everything the man has done. Yep. But anyway, that's my two cents for this week. All right. Thanks, John. Great, great comments. So, yeah, let me get John in Rochester real quick, and I think we— We've got 51, so we've got about eight minutes left. And so, uh, John, on the, um, the, 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 the I, know, I know that you think that because Donald Trump said it, that he has the uh, unmatched wisdom and he's a, uh, uh, a, a stable ge- a genius. 
why why can't somebody who's a stable genius and a uh, un, unmatched wisdom person be able to uh, be able and a shrewd businessman be able to uh, release his tax returns? Well, I got to tell you one thing before I get on that subject. <laughs> My favorite caller, I love to listen to him, is Frank from Niagara Falls. I uh-huh. love that guy. Okay. I love this. <laughs> I love his sarcasm. It's it's great. That's right. Yeah, exactly. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, it, I'll tell you, Donald J. Trump, I saw a lot of his uh, rally last night and part of the rally the other night. I'm telling you, I love the guy. He's unbelievable. What, what is that? Charismatic, what, what a charismatic leader. What does, that have to, what does that have to do with what I just asked you, though? Well, as far as the tax returns go, it's he realizes he has executive privilege right now. And the other thing is, they're looking for a crime. They, they set him up. They're looking for a crime. Anything. Okay. That's like, John, uh, John, you, John, that's John, like John, you, John, 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 John. But, John, one thing we have to do is we have to agree on facts. The fact is that the law says that if the legislature asks for his tax returns, irrespective of whether there's a crime being accused, they don't even have to say what law they're trying to research. They only have have to ask, and the law says that you shall turn those returns over to the legislative branch, period. You're wrong. Oh You're come wrong. on! Now that's what the law you, says. You, you are you are wrong because he has executive privilege. He's no, no executive the executive they, they privilege have, does not cover now that. Another, now there's another. You bring up a point which could be true. You can't yes, have executive can. privilege over something that occurred yes, before yes, you, you were can. president. Yes, you can, I, and and that's what Trump's the Justice Department is using against this uh, congressional witch hunt. Anyway, once he gets out of office, that may be another matter. Say that again. Once he gets out of office, that may be another matter. But they're looking in search of a crime. John, 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 I I hear what you're saying. That's that's what that's that's the talking points that are being said. But what you're saying is really not true. The talking point is a good point. No, no, it's not true. The law does not say what. But the law does not say what you said. It it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't. If, 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 you, if you became president in 2016, but they wanted your 2012 tax returns, you can't claim executive privilege over your 2012 tax returns because they were compiled at a time when you were not president. So well, you can't. You know, well, the Justice Department would disagree with you. And right now they're, they're going to prevail. And okay. when, if he wins this next second four years, he'll prevail. After he's out of office, I would agree with you, there would be an issue there. But it's like somebody coming after you or me looking for a crime because they don't like us. And that's what's happening right now in Congress, for sure. No, I think people are coming. People are in New York, the same right, thing. Right. They're looking pe- for a crime. They targeted pe- pe- People are not coming after him looking for a crime. Are People are coming after him because they they, they believe a crime has occurred. They, they, they don't like him. That's why they're going after okay. him. I think he'll. All right, John. I appreciate you, man. We're gonna have to because I got to get two more calls on. But thank you. Let me get Donnie in Middleport, and I'm gonna get back to John next week on 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 those points. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, good. There. I have a question about sure. the Kurds. That war we uh, fought over. They was involved with that too, right? Yes. 
In so fact, the Kurds uh, were involved with us when we were uh, involved with the Iraq-Iran war. The Kurds were so involved why, with us then. So why is it okay? Uh, our guy here, our trust, uh, Justin here, Trudeau, Canada is a NATO nation. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just bring the Kurds to Canada? There's plenty of room because all they're going to do is get slaughtered over because there Because Donald Trump doesn't think that far ahead. Donald Trump has some kind of a transactional relationship going on with Turkey. And whatever it was that Turkey wanted from Donald Trump, they got. And what they, what Turkey is getting from Donald Trump, they're getting. The consequences to the Kurds were irrelevant as far as Donald Trump was concerned. It never even crossed his mind to think about what do I do with all of these refugees that are going to be created by this massacre that is being undertaken by uh, Turkey against these Turks on the border between Syria and Turkey. I have a suggestion here. Uh, The Kurdish leadership, if I was them, I had my back pressed against the wall, and they do. If they get any mineral resources, I would call the people in Vietnam Tell the Viet Cong, we need some help. I see Erdogan who be running back to his border. But keep in mind, the Kurds are not a country. So they don't have the kinds of institutional structure, uh, defense apparatus, bases, weapons manufacturing, things. They don't have that. They're just. Did they come a, from Armenia? They're, I don't think they're from Armenia, but they're an ethnic branch of people that live in the area that is under control of Turkey right now. But they are not the same kind of people as make up the majority of people in Turkey. So that's that's what this is really all about. The ethnic. Call call. Right, right. The ethnic <laughs> Kurds are just trying to find find space for themselves to be able to live, and of yeah. course, as all countries do. You know, they say that even if you're a minority, but you're dominant in one area, we're not going to let you break off and become another country. That's how Pakistan became another country. That's how uh, Kashmir became another country, you know, and so on. That's that that's the way it goes. So but the United States uh, put itself in the same basket with uh, the, the Kurds and then turned around and betrayed the, uh, uh, the Kurds. Yes, that's, they did. that's the main point. I got to run. I got to get Kevin on before the hour is over. Thanks, man. Kevin, how are you doing out there? We got about two minutes. Okay, I'll be quick with this. But, sure. Uh, you, you'll be glad to hear this. I totally agree that was a bad move by the Trump administration and Donald Trump. Thank bad, you. Bad Thank okay. you, and Kevin. Again, <laughs> and as I close the yeah, right, Kevin, let me go quickly here. And, and then also, um, uh, Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton were never caught making racist remarks. Uh, and also that Bill Clinton, yeah, he didn't run away to Canada, you know, to dodge being drafted. So that's about it I have to say there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? This yeah. goes to show you, it doesn't matter, man. You know what? You all have your Teflon Don and Hillary. The Republicans have what done this, the same. Why do you always bring up Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton is old news. She was stopped being news in 2016. Remember the history are condemned to repeat it. So listen, you all created, you give the, the Republicans the opportunity to create their version of whomever the Democrats have. And that's about it. <laughs> okay, Kevin. I don't think that what you said made any sense at all, but at least you got it in. I appreciate it, man. So listen, you know, this is the world that we're in. Our job is to understand first what is true and what's not true, and then try to understand what ties those true facts together so that we understand why those things became facts in the first place, what their meaning is for us going forward. That's what we try to do in this program. That's why we call it Think Again. Think Again. We'll see you all next week. Think Again. 
You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.